Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's so good to have you back. Um, aren't you enjoying the weather here where I live? It's in the 70s during the day and the upper 40s during the night, and it's just so refreshing. It's my kind of weather. I don't like it too hot or too cold, so this is just perfect to me. Um, today, I'm going to talk about clothes. Clothes are really important. Um, they, you know, clothes say a lot about us. The clothes that we wear say a lot about us. Um, they can make a fashion statement. They can identify you as cool, trendy, or out of date. They can also validate your age. You know, you've heard of old people's shoes or mom jeans or, or uh, teens wearing pajama pants to school. Uh, clothes can make you look better. They can make you look worse by their shape, their cut, their color, and other things. You know, it can show what kind of area you are in, um, and if you're in a conservative or a liberal uh, area in your moral outlook. Um, just this past homecoming, I saw pictures of girls, photos of girls at homecoming in different parts of the country. In one part of the country, the girls, um, their skirts were so short, they barely covered up their tushy. <laughs> and their backs were bare, their abdomens were bare, and the dresses are really low cut. In another school in a different part of the country, in a different geographical area, the dresses were all, 100% of them were floor length dresses, and there were no abdomens showing, no back showing, and uh, they weren't quite as low cut. So dresses, you know, clothes can tell a lot about where you live and what the um, what the moral values are and the standards are in certain places. And um, there's, you know, there's whole businesses devoted to what kind of clothes you should wear and uh, what kind of things you should wear to make you look their, your best. Um, there used to be a show called, I don't know if it's on anymore, but it's called What Not to Wear. And it would take a person who um, wasn't too skilled in the way they dressed and it would help teach them how to wear the proper clothes for their um, shape and their age and their profession. <clears throat> There's a website called Adore Your Wardrobe that helps you put um, fashion pieces together to make you look your best. There's companies that do color analysis to make sure your clothes uh, go, go along with your coloring to make you look your best. There's websites like the uh, Well-Dressed Life that helps you dress for your shape. There's personal stylists, so there's all kinds of help out there to help you dress your best. <laughs> and uh, most occupations and businesses also have guidelines for what you wear. When I got my first job as a nurse, I had to wear a white nurse's cap, a white dress a uniform, white uh, nurse's uniform that was a dress. Um, I had to wear white uh, nylons and white uniform shoes. So I was all in white. When I went to Bible school, the men had to wear a dress shirt and a tie and dress pants and dress shoes. The women had to wear a dress or a skirt that touched their knees, nylons, and dress shoes. So there's a lot of lot of places that, um, that you go that determine what you wear. Uh, most professions, or many professions, uh, require business dress clothes or casual business casual, or even some uh, professions uh, have you wear safety gear, such as steel-toed shoes and hard hats. 
And some businesses require that you wear uh, branded clothing. In other words, clothes that has their brand, their logo, their name on it, such as sports teams, retail, or fast food. You know, people can judge us or think more or less of us because of our clothes. In the Garden of Eden, after man sinned, besides trying to hide from God, one of the first things that Adam and Eve did was to make clothes for themselves. Adam and Eve were trying to use physical coverings to cover up for their spiritual sins. I wonder if we ever do that. Probably do. Just as we have clothes for our physical bodies, the Bible has a lot to say about spiritual clothes. Did you know that? We're supposed to have spiritual clothes on too. The Bible describes certain character character trait, sorry, character traits, actions and attributes that we should have and describes many of them uh, by using an analogy of clothes. Um, telling us to put certain things on or even take certain things off. So today I'm going to talk about a Christian's clothes, a Christian's clothes. Last Sunday, Pastor Terry talked about putting on the garment of praise. So that's what I'm going to start off with in Isaiah 61.1. Isaiah 61.1, I'm going to take a drink while you're getting that. So let's read that in the NIV I'm reading. Isaiah 61, 1, verse 1, and this is a prophecy about Jesus. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of despair. So we saw in this one passage of scripture, two different items of clothing that God wants to give us to make our life better, to assist us and to help us. The first one we saw there was a crown of beauty instead of ashes. God cares so much about us. The ashes spoken of in this scripture have to do with mourning and grieving. And God wants to help you through that time by giving you a crown of beauty. You know, when um, when we're in distress, when we're mourning or grieving, a, a loss of something or last loss of a person, it's a tough time to go through. And... Um, we all experience grief at some time or another, and God wants to help you with that, that and, and give you a crown of beauty. And then it says a garment of praise for the spirit of despair. You know, a lot of times we can be in despair. We all go through it. There's ups and downs in lives. And God wants to take that despair from you and give you a garment of praise. And I just encourage you to put that on, put take that garment of praise from the Lord and start worshiping and praising him, and you will see that despair will leave. Isn't that awesome? That's a wonderful promise from the Lord. The next one is in Ephesians 4, verse 22. Ephesians 4, verse 22. And these next couple scriptures I'm, I'm going to give you have to do with what happens when we become Christians. 
Ephesians 4 verse 22 says, You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off, or take it off, take it off, take off your old self, which is being corrupted by its deceitful desires, and to be made new in the attitude of your minds, and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. So God's telling us to take something off, which is our old self, the way we were before we became Christians, our old sinful ways. We're supposed to take them off like you take off a piece of clothes and then to put on the new person that God has made you, a new person that's full of righteousness and holiness. And, you know, if we couldn't do it, if it wasn't possible, if it wasn't realistic, God wouldn't tell us to do it. So we need to put away our old sinful ways when we become a Christian and put on the new self, which is um, true righteousness and holiness. Another scripture that says kind of the same thing is Colossians 3.10. Colossians 3.10, it says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn about your creator and become like him. So we're supposed to be putting on the new nature that Jesus Christ has given us when we be, when we became born again, when we became Christians. And we're supposed to be coming more and more like the Lord. So we're supposed to put on our new nature. In Romans 13, Romans 13, verse 10, it says, Love does no harm to its neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. And do this, understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. So let us put aside the deeds of darkness. See, we're supposed to take it off. Take off those deeds of darkness. Take off that sin. Get rid of this sin. And put on the armor of light. So we're taking something off and then we're putting, we're clothing ourselves with the armor of light. Verse 13, let us behave decently. That's part of the armor of light. As in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and debauchery, not in dissension and jealousy. Rather, clothe yourself with the Lord Jesus Christ and do not think about how to gratify the uh, desires of sin, of the sinful nature. So we're supposed to uh, get rid of those, take off those deeds of darkness, take off that sin, get rid of that sin, and put on the armor of light. And we're supposed to clothe ourselves with the, with the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, if you think about the things that you do during the day, your, the, the week, the month, the year, um, are you showing that you're clothed in Jesus Christ? Are you showing these other things like orgies, drunkenness, sexual, sexual immorality, dissension, that's arguing and fighting and, and not getting along with people and jealousy? What are you clothed in? I want to be clothed in the Lord Jesus Christ. In Colossians 3 verse 12, another similar scripture, Colossians 3 verse 12, it says, therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourself. Now we're putting on these clothes now, and, and this is a great list. Clothe yourself. I want to be clothed, like the Bible says, in compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. 
Wouldn't you want to be around somebody who had those kind of clothes on? Yes, I think so. Verse 13, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these things, or in other words, this is the most important one, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So of all the things, all of those attributes that we talked about, compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, love trumps them all, love encompasses them all, and we're supposed to put on love, put on love. In 1 Peter 5, verse 5, 1 Peter 5, verse 5, it says, Young men, in the same way, be submissive to those who are older. All of you, and I'd say this doesn't just pertain to uh, young men, but to every single person, clothe yourself with humility toward one another because God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. So another garment, another item of spiritual clothing that we are supposed to be wearing is humility. We're supposed to clothe ourselves in humility, preferring other people above ourselves, thinking more of other people, being considerate of other people, not thinking we know the right thing all the time, having compassion for people. And uh, this is a really good one coming up in Luke 24, verse 45. Luke 24, verse 45. Now, this is talking about um, after Jesus has, has um, gone to the cross and resurrected, and he's talking about his disciples. He's talking to his apostles, the 12 apostles. He says, Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, This is what was writ is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I'm going to send you uh, what my Father has promised, but stay in the holy city until you have been clothed with power from on high. You know what? Christians are supposed to be clothed with power from on high. That's, the, that's called the baptism of the Holy Spirit. That's when we're clothed, we're infilled, we're, we're uh, just saturated with the Holy Spirit of the Lord. And the reason that he has sent us power is so that we can live the way he wants us to live and so that we can be wonderful witnesses for him and share the gospel. And then uh, the last thing, which we a lot of us know about, is we're supposed to be clothed in God's armor. You know, when people go into battle, they have to wear armor, they have to wear protective clothing, they have to have offensive and defensive things to protect them and to be able to win their battles. And as Christians, we need to have those same type of things to win our battles in life. So Ephesians 6, Ephesians 6 verse 10, it says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the power and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God. So see, we're putting something on. We're putting some clothes on so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. See, these aren't natural clothes. These are spiritual clothes that are going to help us. But against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, 
and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm, then, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. See, there's one thing that God's telling us to put on the armor of God. The first thing he's talking about is a belt of truth around our waist, and that's the word of God. The breastplate of righteousness in place. That's our right standing with God because of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. Our feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. You know, um, in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Blessed are the peacemakers. And that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be helping people make peace with God. And um, we're supposed to be ready to do that. And to be ready to do that, we have to have the right shoes on. The right shoes are the gospel of peace. Being ready to share the gospel of peace. Verse 16, in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. You know, the devil's shooting arrows at us, but we can quench those with the shield of faith. The shield of faith is believing God's word, believing he is what he says he is, and he'll do what he says he'll do. It's faith, it's believing in God. We can quench the fiery darts of the evil one. And we're also supposed to put the helmet of salvation on our head. The helmet that says that we're born again, that we are redeemed from the curse, that we are the children of God. And then it says we're supposed to take up the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So we're supposed to put on the armor of God. And I listed all those things. Those are all things that God wants us to put on. So as a review, I think you've seen some things that how God wants us to be dressed. So I'm just going to review what I've talked about. Um, we're supposed to have a crown of beauty, a garment of praise. We're supposed to be clothed with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, and forgiveness. We're supposed to put on our new nature, take off our old nature, put on our new self, we're supposed to clothe ourselves with Jesus Christ. We're supposed to put aside the deeds of darkness and put on the armor of light. We're supposed to put on the full armor of God, which is the belt of truth, the breastplate of righteousness, our feet with the readiness of the gospel, the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And we're supposed to be clothed with power from on high. And last but not least, in Colossians 3.14, which I already cited, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. So I hope that you can see that God wants you dressed well. He wants you dressed well spiritually. He has provided good clothes for you to wear that make you look sharp and uh, be able to uh, be spiritually attuned, be spiritually victorious, be full of joy and uh, peace. And so I just encourage you to put all those garments on today. Well, if you've never uh, become a Christian, if you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, if you've never put your faith and your trust in him, I invite you to do so today. He loves you so much, and he just asks you to repent of your sins, come to him and confess your sins, ask him to forgive you, and place your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and serve him. And you'll be able to take advantage of all these wonderful new clothes that God has provided for you. 
Well, you all have a good evening. God bless you. And let us know if these messages are helping you. And uh, you can like them and share them and make comments on them. And that would really be a blessing to us. So we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.